Hello, welcome to the Freedom Podcast. I'm Kent Maddox here with Beverly Maddox. Beverly, we're excited today to get to talk about a brand new project that's coming up. Oh my gosh. Well, this is a huge one for us. If uh, the transformation book was a culmination and is our work, our life's work, this this was really the beginning. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the beginning today, and uh, it's exciting. It is, re- and I'll probably cry. I I cry just about every time we share our testimony. Uh, so it's already just very poignant to me where we're headed with this project. It's exciting for us. Our project we want to uh, we're going to begin begin to release is we just celebrated our spiritual father's birthday, Benny Hinn. He was seventy years old this year, and Beverly and I. Had a great opportunity to go there and spend time with him. And obviously, we're still best friends, if you will, after all these years of being with him. We all grew up together. Pastor Benny was only 34 years old when we met him. You were 25. We were youngsters. We were children. We were children and honestly could not have had one idea of how our future was about to unfold when we first met him. I don't think he even knew at that time. I mean, he may have had an inkling, but it really has been quite the adventure for all of us. We're going to uh, tell you some of the story today of how we got connected with Pastor Benny Hinn, but uh, this has been in my heart for a long time, and now it's coming to fruition. Uh he and I are writing a book together. He'll forward it and, and maybe have some comments in it. And I'm uh, writing a book, Beverly and, I, Beverly and I are writing a book on our journey with Pastor Benny Hinn and 10 of the most powerful spiritual truths that uh, we learned from him by the Holy Spirit. And they are power-packed spiritual truths that made a huge impact on our life. That's all that we minister today and how we minister was based in these powerful spiritual concepts and truths based on the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And so we're really excited about this project. Um, it's going to be released shortly. We've got some wonderful photographs that's going to be in the book of our journey together and our personal time with Pastor Benny Hinn. Uh, we tell some powerful stories of miracles that we uh, got to witness, explain the spiritual truths, tell stories about them. We want to do a couple of things. We want to get these spiritual truths into your hands so that you can apply them in your life. But we also want to honor our spiritual father as we write, because there's so much about Pastor Benny Hinn that people don't know. I mean, they see him on the platform and these massive crusades and television, et cetera, and it's powerful and it's awesome and it's a reality. But uh, I've said often when people ask me about Pastor Benny Hinn, they said, tell us about him. I got one word to say. He loves Jesus more than any man I've ever met on the earth. Well, and on top of that, he's fearless. Guys, there's not a blueprint for for what happens in the spiritual realm. You hear from God and you do the very best you can to obey. And what I have come to understand about the anointing of God is it's cutting edge. I mean, it's the best technology out there. And one thing about Pastor Benny is he is as I said, fearless. He will do anything he believes that he is hearing from the Lord. And he's willing to just jump right out there. Um, I I think that that has been one of the things that I have uh, drawn from the most. Um, He's just brave. He is is brave. And if it works, then so be it. But what 
I am encouraged constantly about his testimony and his journey and his adventure with Holy Spirit is he was talking about these things when nobody was listening. Yes. And all he knew to do was to demonstrate it the only way that he knew how. And it was sometimes over the top and sometimes dramatic and sometimes just beyond belief. And we have been on the receiving end of so many of his prayers. I can't tell you the times that he's spoken into our lives. And we really um, are two of the most blessed individuals with our spiritual heritage that I know. And I'm forever grateful, forever thankful. And we realize now Many of the concepts that we had when you first were launched out from Pastor Benny's ministry, nobody was talking about, and you were way ahead of the curve because that is what had been downloaded into you. But I remember way back in the late 80s, Pastor Benny was talking about all of the technology yes. because God had shown really. it. Really, and talking about how satellites were going to impact our lives. And uh, it was just really a, a great adventure. I wouldn't trade one second of it for the world. It was a fantastic. We learned everything. You talk about on-the-job training, I'm going to say this. We have shared this story in our testimony, and you guys may have even heard us say it right here. However, Kent went to church, a real estate salesman, on a Sunday night and came back home and was an ordained pastor. And I said, what the world? I missed one service. I was there for all three of them this morning, and I stay home with the kids. One service, and you're a pastor? How did that happen? He said, I don't know. I, I went to church. He called me up and he said, This is one of our new pastors. Here's one of our new pastors. That was, that's pure Benny Hinn right pure there. Pure Benny Hinn. And so, radical obedience. Uh, my next question was, Well, are they going to pay you? And Kent's response, classic Kent, just like classic Benny. He goes, I don't know. I didn't ask him. So it, we were launched into full-time ministry from that moment forward. It was hilarious. I tell the story in the book, uh, but it, you know, it's worth sharing a bit with you here now. But uh, that, that Monday, you know, I show up at the oh, at the Lord pastors Jesus. meeting, and uh, you know, and there's like real pastors there. Oh like, my gosh, you know, these guys had—I mean, some of them had been pastors of their own church for like thirty years, who were now working with Pastor Benny because they had pastored their own churches. And that's then, what and I then, mean. Yeah. Yes, I mean they had been pastors for. 30 years. And Pastor Benny's anointing just drew people to him. I mean, and they laid down their work and came to work with him. And so here Kent shows up all 25 years old himself. He's newly ordained as a pastor the night before. I have no education. He's I have no biblical education. Very first pastor's only on the Only finished high school. And here I am in a room full of real pastors. And then uh, Pastor Benny's making some shifts there at the church, and he says, well, I need to find out what everybody's burden is. And so it starts around the corner, and I'm sitting all the way around the table, and people start telling their burdens, you know, <laughs> children, senior citizens, China, you know, and I'm thinking, dang, I got to get a burden. You know, I don't have a burden because I'm a pastor now. I guess I, I get, I'm learning, or I'm on That's the job. I'm, 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 you I'm, have I, to be burdened. I, I guess I got to get a burden. And so I'm like, Lord, I got to get a burden. Like, give me a burden, you know. And so it's coming around, and I'm getting more frightened, and I thought, well, I'll just make something up. And I thought, well, that wouldn't be the best thing to do you know your first day as a pastor and so it, it just kept coming i said oh, lord this is gonna be terrible you know people's gonna be like mistaken identity people are gonna realize i'm you know i'm i'm a fraud right like i'm not a real pastor because i don't really have a burden so it got around to me and i don't even know why i said this now this is 
baptism in the Holy Spirit, and really the the wisdom of God took over. But Pastor Benny said, Kent, what's your burden? I said, I don't have any. I've cast all mine on the Lord. He said, me and you are going to be really good friends. <laughs> and we had an instant spiritual connection oh and went on to travel the world uh, for 10 years, 250 days a year. But I'm writing about that for one reason. I want to honor him, Beverly and I do, of course, uh, of all that he's done, not just in our life, but around the world. But we want to impart to you what was imparted to us, because freely we have received and and freely freely we we want to give. But I I was uh, positioned, Beverly and I were positioned and honored to get to know really secrets of the anointing, secret truths about the anointing, how God moves. That's the title of our book. Well, we don't know yet. We're still working on the title. But there's. Secrets of the Anointing. I love that. I think that. Minnie's may have already written that book. No. <laughs> that can't, has he really? I think he's just released one you know, a oh while back gosh, called Secrets of the Anointing. That would have been the perfect title for this but, book. So we're still, we hadn't even got a, the title finished yet. We've got a lot of the work done, but we really want to be able to impart to you. We're going to have videos with it, pictures, uh, stories, uh, lots of uh, workbooks. Uh, so it should be a, a wonderful project. Actually, uh, you can go to lifeoffreedom.site and go ahead and look at some of the photographs we've got. Some of the we want to get you guys involved right in the very beginning. You can look at some of the uh, photographs. You can look at uh, some of the work that we're already doing, some of the videos and things. Uh, and actually, you can help us by pre-ordering the book, and that helps us expedite the project. And so all of that's at lifeoffreedom.site. That's lifeoffreedom.site. It should be a great project, should be a huge blessing. But one of the things, Bev, one of the things Beverly mentioned was was his radical obedience. If he heard the Lord or he heard the Lord's voice, uh, he was going to act upon it. Absolutely. And that's be- Without hesitancy. Yes. I mean, he just would dive right into the deepest end of the deepest pool and just um, literally dive for the truth of God. And then he would come back to the surface and he would just bring it just the way that he got it. We talk about many of those stories in the book, but the one Beverly and I want to focus today is how we actually got connected. Beverly and I, uh, you know our testimony, most of you do, how Beverly and I met supernaturally. Actually, Bev's the prophet. She saw me in a vision driving her car before we ever met. I sure did. And honestly, we we met, I think, in February of 1983, uh, just briefly. And you were in my city and getting ready to start a business there. And uh, I didn't see you again for another year. But two years prior to that, I had literally had an open vision. I wouldn't have known to call it that. But I was driving back home on the back roads of North Carolina. And the Lord opened up. I mean, as if I had driven into uh, literally an old school drive-in theater, and I saw myself standing beside a tall black-haired man. We both had microphones, and there was an ocean of people. And I said, God, you've got the wrong girl. And from the I knew it was God. I mean, who else could it be? But from the inside, not outside, it was as if I heard God chuckle, as if to say, well, we'll see about that. And so I met Kent two years later and didn't see him again, um, well, for another, well, year, a full year. And it was just the wildest experience. The first time that I met him, I I felt like I knew him immediately. And when we finally did go out on our first date, right in the middle of the day, and we were just having the very best time. I'm not going to go into all of the details here on this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Let's just uh, suffice to say that we weren't serving God, and we were having the time of our lives. But right in the middle of the evening, I just looked right at him. I said, you're going to be a 
preacher one day, and I had no idea of his background of growing up in the Church of God. I did not know that his brother was a pastor who had stopped praying, God, keep him, protect him, bless him to God, whatever it takes to bring Kent into the kingdom. And so all of those prayers converged at the same time, and we were married two years later. And in the midst of that, all uh, my uh, pastime of partying here and there had turned into a full-blown addiction, which almost took my life. I overdosed almost, oh, well, three times, not almost, I overdosed three yes, times, almost took my life. But uh, basically uh, what happened is I wound up sick, broke, uh, Nowhere, nowhere to turn uh, in that moment. That's when I reached out to the Lord, and he radically rescued my life, had a radical experience. Beverly had a radical experience with the Holy Spirit in the front seat of her car. Uh, the love of God overtook her. And so now we're uh, married, but I'm broke. <laughs> we're broke. Uh, we didn't know what our next steps were, but it's like we were being led by an unseen hand. I I got job offers to come back with oh, good it was salaries so and wild. benefits, and not you know, just salary and benefits. I mean, like exorbitant, like off for for that industry at that time, especially your age group. I mean, they were offering you just ridiculous packages, and I mean, I couldn't get it. I was like, look, dude. I was like, we're living with your mom, your dad, your sister, her husband. They're three children, my son Josh, and the two of us in this ranch-style house, just take a job. Well, God had something. Apparently, my prophetic gift was being overridden by my natural needs. And so, literally, we ended up in Kissimmee, well, we, Florida. My dad had a piece of property that he was going to develop in Kissimmee, Florida, which is right outside, about three miles from the gates of Disney World. And uh, so he said, you know, you guys can go with me. I'm moving down there to try to develop this property. And so we did, we just thought, well, that I didn't have any options, so let's go. Little did we know that the Holy Spirit was orchestrating our lives. We get to Orlando, Florida. Okay, so we arrive on February the 20th on a Saturday, 1987. And Kent has one friend one friend that he used to catch such a buzz with. <laughs> we used to smoke so, a lot of weed so together. So he, he called him, and little He's did the only person know, I knew in Orlando. He's the only person. And so his beautiful wife, Renee, my God bless her heart, she had been radically saved. And so Kent calls him, and the first thing he does, he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. Can't believe you're in Orlando. Let's get together and smoke some yeah, weed. And I'm like, well, I said, I'm really not doing that right now. You know, I've kind of taken another path. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, I, I, well, I think I've been born again. He goes, my God, my wife's been born again. And she goes to this radical church, right. this guy named Benny Hinn. Have you ever heard of Benny Hinn? And I'm like. No, I've never heard of Benny Hinn. He goes, oh, you've got to go to church. He said, it will trip you out. He said, I, I, I said it's packed with people. There's thousands of people. And he said, this guy does miracles. And he said, it's just phenomenal. He said. Uh, now, this is my favorite part. This is my absolute he, favorite he, part. He said, I've got a, uh, back then, you know, the ushers, ushers at Pastor Benny's church like all wore uniform. like burgundy yeah, blazers burgundy and ties. Blazers he and said, my, my real estate jacket actually looks like an usher's <laughs> jacket. He said, I'll wear one, act like an usher and get us really good seats. This was how wild my friend was. And that's exactly. Exactly what he did. Well, we arrive on February the 20th, February 21st. We are literally at the 9 a.m. service, sitting three rows over on the left-hand side, front and center. There is Pastor Benny Hinn. We had no idea. 
idea. I mean, first of all, we had traveled all day. I don't even think we had unpacked our car. And there we were in his service. And from that day forward, Renee drove us to church. Dean's wife would take us back and forth to church. That and she would. I don't know how long time a passed. A year, uh, a whole year. Because they, they lived across the street yeah, from us. But remember? I don't know how long before she started driving us and we had the prophetic encounter. I don't know if it was months or how, how, no, how much time went really by. No, but she really was instrumental. And just God bless her heart. She really is still to this day faithful servant. I mean, loves the Lord with her whole heart. We th- we we just were overwhelmed by the presence of God that Benny carried, and so uh, we just started attending church. We and did. so I'll never forget. I, let's call it a few months, I guess, after we started attending church sporadically, and then then regularly. Well, we started volunteering. Yeah. Well, no, but yeah, but before that, we were actually sitting in the church in the back. Is the is part I want to get to before we started volunteering. Oh my gosh! So we're sitting yes. in the back of the the church. Seats a couple thousand people, and I'm sitting there with Beverly, and uh, you know it was a Sunday night service. They they. Did did Sunday morning and Sunday night. And so we were sitting there and I felt this like something inside of me. And I just prayed this prayer. I said, God, I think you've got something for us to do. I'm not sure what it is. And I don't, I, this is so funny, funny to me because growing up here in Alabama, okay. growing up here in Alabama, oh my gosh, we, I know what you're growing up here say. in Alabama, we had, you know, when I was growing up, we had milkmen. They'd bring the milk to the door, right? And I don't know why I thought, I mean, I don't even think milkmen were still a thing at the time, but I remember saying out kind of, you know, in my heart to the Lord, like, I'll be a milkman. I'll be a, you know, whatever, a, a postman. Milkman. I'll be a, you know, whatever. Uh, I just whatever you know you have for right. me is what what I would like to do because I feel like you've got a plan. Before God, I haven't got that thought out of out your of my spirit. spirit. That's right. Well, I must. Sixty seconds later, Benny stops the whole service out of two thousand people, points directly to the back to Beverly and I. He said, "Young man," and I was like. I'm looking around like, you know, <laughs> what's going like, to happen? He's first, like, you. By that time, we had been there for a minute. So it was like the Wild West in the spirit. You never knew what was going to happen. And so we were way, way, way in the back, like maybe second row to the back. So this place is packed on a Sunday night. And so we're looking around for the young man. Who? <laughs> what young man? He's like, He got you. adamant, like you and your wife. You. And, I was like, I, and I went like me. He goes, yes. And I, and I was like, oh, my God. My first thought was, God, you can't be this real. Like, I just thought this. And this man is stopping the service and calling me out. So I, I look at Bev. We get up and we walk down, you know, just like, what in the world? As soon as we stood before him, he just pointed his fingers and said these words. He said, the trials of the past have come to an end. (laughs) And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed to you in clarity. For I'll place you in a place of ministry where wounded lambs will come your way. You not only will deliver them from the oppressor, but you'll see them strengthen and see them grow. Be strong, says God. Be strong, says God. Be strong, says God, for I'll place you in a place of ministry, and nothing will stop me from accomplishing my plans for your life. And just read our mail, prophesied. I looked over, and Bev is gone. She this, is This good Baptist girl, I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I had seen people at that point slain in the Spirit, but I had no idea what God had for me. And I mean, I... <clears throat> Sorry, I missed the whole last part of the prophecy because the Lord was doing such a deep work in me. And so we go back to our seats. Well, we kind of settled over. We kind of got, we got up right. and got, got composed. <laughs> they set us down over on the uh, on the front, um, kind of front pew a minute before we made our way back to the back. And he went on ministering to other people as, as he was apt to do. 
Uh, but then he came back by and he just stopped again. He said, I don't know who you are, but you're going to be in the ministry with well, me. He said, I don't know how or when. How but you're, or when. You're gonna but you're going to be in the ministry with, with me. me. And I thought, Lord, he doesn't have a clue of my background, you know, who I am, et cetera. And that's all he said. And so, as Beverly stated earlier, we started volunteering at the church, sure, you know, just trying to things. find our, our, yeah. our, I went back into real estate and, yeah. you know, just living our lives and volunteering and, and enjoying the Lord, learning, you know, started reading the Bible and, you know, aligning our lives with, with God's plan. And uh, a, 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 I guess maybe a year went by. I think I had one uh, conversation uh, with Benny. We did. We met time. with him. We met we one met time. With him. We sure uh, but that was it. <clears throat> but then after that, I had a dream one night and in this dream, uh, it was like uh, I was with some family members in a car, and there was one of those movies like where the destruction's right behind right. you. And I'm in the car with them, telling them, we've got to get right with God. We've got to get right with God. And we pulled over, and this massive storm is right right approaching us. And we jumped in this building like a temple and just backed up against the wall, and it came past, and we were safe. And I woke up. I, my heart must have been beating 500 beats a minute. And the Lord's audible voice said, preach my word. And I was like, Lord, I, I, how would I do that? He said, see Benny. <laughs> well, and by this time, you have I've, to understand. I've concluded you just don't see Benny. <laughs> we don't just show up and say, yo, Doc, we're in the house. <laughs> so we had no idea how that was going to happen, but we had been volunteering for about a year. And as it turns out, Pastor Benny was hosting a volunteer banquet at his home, and we were invited invited to attend. So this was three days later. Three so we're days sitting later. at this volunteer uh, gathering and uh, having a bite to eat, and he walks up and he says, uh, you're Kent, right? And I said, yes. He said, I know this may sound strange, but my wife, Suzanne, uh, yes. felt like three days ago that you were to be one of our pastors, and I feel like it's the Lord. And I was like, oh, Pastor Benny, I said, I, I, that, you know, what an honor, but... You know, and I had this dream that I'm supposed to preach, That's but right. I don't I, I don't have any education, any training. And he said, just come to church Sunday night. And that's when the story we told you in the opening, I show up, Bev stayed home uh, with the kids, and I, I go to church, and I come home with Pastor Benny just stood me right oh, in front of everybody. And, and what's more, that Friday night, we were the singles pastors. Yeah, the next week, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, so he he's ordained on that Sunday night. He has his first pastors meeting that Monday. We're pastors Friday night. And so the man who is supposed to train us, who has been the singles pastor, is supposed to be with us, mentor us, walk through this with us. We show up. He hands Ken a cardboard box. We just looked at all of those photos. We look like Deer's calling headlines. Well, we look like little children holding the cardboard box. And our eyes are as big around as the moon, like are you leaving? He's like, you're going to be great. Here's everything that you need. And so remind me of the title of the message. I always say it backwards. My first sermon uh, was when when the devil's giving you the shaft, God's preparing a gold mine. God's preparing a gold mine. And so the message was fantastic. I was as impressed as I have ever been in my entire life, which of course, you know, I find you very impressive. (laughs) I mean, but I was so impressed. And I thought, Oh my gosh, he's really preaching. And so at the end of the night, because everybody was just so accustomed to being prayed for, I mean, so everybody started lining up. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen next. So cute. He starts praying a powerful prayer and he closes his eyes and he just starts stretching his hand toward people. And they're just laying people out. People start in the falling floor. out in the spirit. And I'm like, I saw it. I saw it in his eyes. He was like, I'm in. I'm in. I got it. I got the anointing. I'm in. <laughs> 
he truly did have the anointing, and that was our very humble. Well, and it was it was Benny's anointing. It was, I just you know because he had ordained us, we were now under that and function under it. And so, uh, well, what that, are, that's a key right there to understand too about when you're in the house. I talk about that in the yes. in, in the book we're writing about how how to receive that, how to serve that, yes. uh, how to connect with that anointing, and how how to begin to walk in your own anointing yeah. and be led by Holy Spirit and to hear from God and to function in your own anointing because it is a whole. We have a we could write another whole book about what that aspect of ministry is like when you come out from the house and you've been sent yeah. out to function in your own anointing. Well, it's powerful. We've spent a decade there and I have lots of stories to tell. Beverly and I both do. We just felt like it was time to release this uh, project, uh, 10 of the golden nuggets that I've received by serving Pastor Benny Hinn that have literally uh, blessed my life and Beverly's life immensely as we've applied them in our life. And the key for me is what you see him functioning in on a platform with 30,000 people there in a coliseum or, you know, hundreds of thousands overseas. What I've gleaned from him is how to tap into that, but then how how to take that anointing and then how to put it in the practical reality of day to day day living and that's kind of what the book is focused on and so hopefully it'll be a blessing to you we're excited to get to honor him uh, you'll probably see him on one of our podcasts pretty soon but if you'd like to know more about the project go to lifeoffreedom.site you can find some photographs uh, some videos we've already started working on and actually you can go ahead and pre-order the book which would help us as far as accomplishing this project in an expedited manner and uh, we look forward to getting to share these truths with you and share these stories That'll bring uh, some humor, some tears. When I did the videos, I cried, I laughed, I uh, rejoiced, and all that I had well, was able to witness. Lifetime, God do. He he has impacted us immeasurably in just every way. I mean, every everything about us has been impacted by his life and his ministry and his choices, really, because he chose to follow Holy Spirit's leading and. Um, I really just could not be more thankful. Well, <laughs> I, knew, I knew it. I, I can't <laughs> help it. I, I just couldn't be more thankful uh, that we had this incredible opportunity. Well, it was a credible opportunity, and it's such an honor. I want to peel back the curtain, if you will, a little bit in the book and just let you see some of his life that I got to experience on a personal level. Uh, I think it'll be enlightening to see a Pastor Benny in that light. Uh, he's just such a powerful man, such a gracious man, and the powerful truths that uh, he taught me personally by the Holy Spirit, which is uh, exciting, and I'm excited to get to share them with you. But we want to encourage you before we jump out of here today, just like we've got a destiny and purpose, just like God did that for us, God's got a destiny for you. Psalm 139 says, while you were still in your mother's womb, God fashioned you, formed you, and wrote about you in a book. All your days have already been fashion for you to walk therein. And I love Psalm 139. Toward the end, it says, where can I go from your spirit? If I go to heaven, you're there. If I go to hell, you're there. If I take the wings of a bird and go to the othermost parts of the earth, even there, your hand will lead me and guide me. You cannot get away from destiny. Sooner or later, the seed of destiny will break through the husk of iniquity, and you will be walking in your destiny and purpose. We want to encourage you, just like God led us on a path to connect with Benny Hinn, who knows who God's going to connect you to to unfold your purpose and your destiny. But there is someone 
There is a place that God has destined, predestined for you to connect to so that you can tap into your purpose, into your destiny. And so, Beverly, I want to pray that for you today, that we just say, Holy Spirit, awaken destiny, awaken purpose, awaken gifts and callings. There's people watching us that are pastors. They're teachers. They're evangelists. There's prophets. There's there's apostles, Lord, and their callings are being awakened right now in people's lives. There's businessmen and businesswomen and those with deliverance anointings and healing anointings. All this stuff is being activated in this season. And so, Father, we thank you just like we were activated by Pastor Benny Hinn. Now we activate you and release that same anointing of activation that activated us. And so, Lord, we just release that today. We thank you right now. I feel the Spirit stirring people Mm -hmm. right now. It's not too late. It's not over. It's not too far gone. Yes, I have a purpose. Yes, I have a destiny. And we're praying the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you with an unseen hand so that you're at the right place at the right time to step into your purpose and your destiny in this season. We release it to you now, and we thank you for the moving of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. Amen and amen. And, you know, he's no respecter of persons. What he's done in our life, he wants to do that and more in yours. We just have to be available and just say yes. Absolutely. I hear you saying yes right now. Yes, I hear it resounding throughout the atmosphere. I'm so glad we said yes. Yes. It's changed our lives. And so we're very thankful, two very thankful people that our yes to God has brought us untold blessings. I was thanking the Lord this morning. Uh, Ben used to sing all those old songs, you know, uh, how can I say thanks for all the things, Lord, you've done for me, (laughs) things so undeserved, but you've given life so free to me. If I had the voice of a million angels, you know, (laughs) just... All that old music that Benny loves. I talk about that in the book. It's so powerful uh, to see some insight into that. And so I'm getting emotional now. I know, but I have to say this. One of my favorite memories with Pastor Benny ever, he picked us up in Los Angeles. And, I mean, he drove to the airport himself, picked us up. And we got in his Jeep, and he said, Mr. Maddox, you're going to love this. And he had digitally remastered all all of the music from Catherine Coleman's choirs. It was glorious. Yeah. And so we are just blowing down the freeway listening to all of that gorgeous music. I mean, at just full volume, having the time of our lives. And it will always be one of my favorite memories, just <laughs> singing. He loves we, the Lord. and He, he loves, loves that worship, that's for sure. Well, he is a true worshiper. And I, I'm sure you share that because that is really, I think. It's a key. The key. Yeah, it is a key. All right. Well, if you'd like to know more about this upcoming project or you'd like to help us with the project by ordering the book in advance, go to lifeoffreedom.site. You'll get to see some some video footage, some pictures, some photos of Pastor Benny and us and some, some, some fun things and some powerful things. And then we look forward to getting this book into your hands. Hopefully it's going to be a blessing. There's going to be a study, a study guide Uh, produced to go along with it so that we can dig down into these deep truths of the Holy Spirit. And so thank you for letting us take this time with you. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for praying for us. We're praying for you. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Be blessed.